Listener's discretion is advised. Good evening to all the parties who are listening here tonight. Now, if you have listened to last night's primetime graduation ceremony special for the class of 2021, well, I thought it was a bad idea. Which I thought it was. But not really. I mean, it went as planned. You know, I tried my hardest, even though I have nothing written on my goddamn speech. Which is fucking awful. But that's okay. But there's always a triumph. Because some people, yeah, well, I'm just here just to graduate. But some other people, they graduate because they were successful. Alright? Successful. Don't you ever forget it. And some of the graduates are part of the National Honor Society. That is well-earned and the academic distinction is also well-earned. You know what's also well-earned? Of course, last week's Memorial Day racing, which is only down to two because Monaco Grand Prix was two weeks ago. The Indianapolis 500, guess what? Elio Castro Neves finally one this his fourth Indianapolis five hundred joining Al Unser Senior, AJ Foyt and Rick Mears as the only drivers to ever won the five hundred mile race in Indianapolis. Here's the uh post race victory interview from NBC. I gotta go find my wife. And a hug from Roger Pinsky. That one means so much. He got a text from Roger Pinsky. I think you've shaken the hand of everyone in Indianapolis, Elio. Congratulations on being in the club. Look at that trophy. You get to be on there for a fourth time. What was the emotion coming to the start-finish line and seeing the checkered flag, Elio? Well, first of all, I can't think enough. Uh, <clears throat> I can't think thank enough all the nation series XM group, Mike Shamji Meyer, the entire organization, uh, Honda, uh, powered by Honda. They were like this time. This time where I, I needed the most when I needed, and uh, they were right there. Um, this state is absolutely incredible. I love Indianapolis. You guys don't understand the fans. They give me energy. I'm serious. They don't understand. I mean, this is absolutely incredible. And uh, from the beginning, we we're so uh, comfortable, happy. We're playing uh, kind of like home, but I tell you what, right now, I'm just uh, 
excited. The Firestone tires were absolutely on rails. I mean, the car was literally, it was incredible. I knew it was good. Uh, I knew I was going to get a fight. I got to have to put the elbows out. But uh, I tell you what, man, <laughs> what an incredible uh, uh, feeling. But, but I couldn't do this without my family, you know, my mom and dad in Brazil. My sister, love you guys. We did it. And of course, <clears throat> the Lord. The Lord is being right by my side all the time. And uh, this is just absolutely awesome. Man, I only did two races here, and I won two. I think I still got it, don't you think? <laughs> the emotion of soaking in the moment, Jim Meyer. Thank you, man. That's phenomenal, man. This That's guy, phenomenal. this guy is unbelievable. I want to talk to you about soaking in that moment with the fans. This post-race celebration has been incredible. It's almost like the Elio Victory Lap Tour. Well, let me tell you, it's not the end of it. It's the beginning, I tell you what. Look, I don't know if this is a good comparison or not, but Tom Brady won the Super Bowl, Phil, <laughs> Phil Mixon won the, the Master, and now here you go. So the old guys still get it, still kicking the young guys, but you know, we teach them a lesson. I tell you what, this is absolutely incredible. Can't thank enough everyone here. It's uh, NBC been doing an incredible job. I've been watching you guys way too much, and. Um, PT, PT, I know you've been talking about that, third, that second win, PT. I'm sorry, man, but uh, that was my win. There is, and now I just confirmed this is another win. So, man, this is great. I have so many guys here that, uh, you know, first time, absolutely first time, but no one ever gave up. No one had a doubt, um, and they gave me an incredible car. And uh, what I need to do is just hit hit out of the park and uh, we did it it's been so so fun to watch this celebration you know how this works elio you've got some milk you've got a wreath and you've got a ring to collect elio castroneva is a four-time winner of the indianapolis 500 and and yes lee the answer is they are going to recreate this shot and have him get back in the car and climb back out elio castroneva is enjoying this moment at indy yes that 2021 indianapolis 500 is full of people in the stands and that's what people love. And later that same day, the Coca-Cola 600-mile race at Charlotte Motor Speedway, which, of course, filled with lots of people in the stands, which was dominated by the number five car driven by Kyle Larson, who went on to win his second race of the season and, of course, his first uh Coke 600 victory and Hendrick Motorsports 269th Cup Series win and boy Mr. H earned that in every possible way and here is his interview with Vince Welch following that historic victory at the Coca-Cola 600. Win number 269 for Rick Hendrick, the all-time winningest owner in NASCAR history. What does that mean? It's almost an overwhelming statistic. It really is. I, I um, you know, number one, Richard Petty's the king of NASCAR, and he's done so much for the sport, and uh, we raised a lot of money for that door. <laughs> so, But, man, this is so awesome. I, I, all I could think about was the first win, and all the drivers i want to thank every driver that ever driven that won a race and the ones that didn't win but uh man it's been it's unbelievable i um I, i'm 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 really it, it i can't really get it in my brain right now but uh 
because I just thought something's got to happen, something's going to happen. But, man, what a good job they did tonight. And uh, I'm just looking forward to the rest of the year, but I'm glad 269's over. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad it's over. Well done. Congratulations. What an honor. What an accomplishment. Oh, in case you didn't know, that 269th win for Hendrick Motorsports in the Cup Series level is now the most victories, defeating Petty Enterprises with 268 wins. Yeah, that's a bunch of wins. That's how you know you've earned that distinction. Well, that's kind of it for this uh, first segment of this monologue because I've already used up all my shit last night in the uh, graduation ceremony. Now, coming up after a brief ad, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for, yep, you guessed it, the Meanwhile segment. So stay tuned. Beauty, abundance, joy. It's all here in the Mexican city of Wahlala. Get lost on Wahlala's pristine beaches or in the beauty of the Cathedral of San Lorzo. Spend a day at the street market of Yalbarn or gaze at the majesty of Mount Blor. Then dance to the rhythms of signature music salsa. <laughs> a place so beautiful there is literally no way it could be real. Only a 40-minute flight from Southern California. back after a brief ad ladies and gentlemen now let's go to a segment that the host of the late show on cbs likes to call meanwhile that's correct it is indeed meanwhile and i'd like to start it off with some memorial day problems actually there's only one uh, that includes posting a post on any social media during the Memorial Day weekend and Vice President Kamala Harris was under fire for the posts that she had on Twitter. Well, actually, let's have Kimmel explain that for us. I hope you remember to remember what Memorial Day is about. Those who gave their lives for our country, some did this weekend and some did not. Of all the many Memorial Day messages from uh, Presidents Obama, Clinton, Biden, Bush, even Trump, none stood out more than a tweet from Vanilla Ice who wrote, Happy Memorial Day. Happy because we have the freedom to have a backyard cookout, sports, and sharing smiles thanks to the soldiers. Happy Memorial Day. Which is fine. It's an okay message. Were it not accompanied by this photo of a Ninja Turtle <laughs> draped with the American flag. Thank you for your service, dudes. This is good, too. Someone goofed on uh, soon-to-be-imprisoned Congressman Matt Gates. They tricked him into retweeting a picture of Lee Harvey Oswald by writing, 
Matt Gates, Congressman, my grandpa's a big fan of yours, and as a veteran, he'd be thrilled if you could retweet this photo of him from Memorial Day. Here he is as a young private first class. And then once Matt Gates did retweet it, the grandson changed the name on his account to Matt Gates is a pedo, which was up there on Matt Gates's account. So Gates took it down. He got mad fish. And our vice president, Kamala Harris, took some time, uh, took some uh, unfriendly fire, rather, from some of those who do not enjoy her work. Uh, conservatives got, they really cranked the fake outrage knob up to 11 after this tweet. She wrote, enjoy the long weekend. Of course, the MAGAverse was furious about this. Former ambassador Nikki Haley called the vice president unprofessional and unfit because of this tweet. This is the same Nikki Haley who said nothing when Trump said he prefers war heroes who don't get captured. That was okay. No comment there. But tweeting, enjoy the long weekend, makes you unfit, when the truth is, you know who's unfit? Well, this guy is. Uh, <laughs> Flabby Gilmore. It's yeah, I gotta tell you, conservatives are mad at almost everything they see from a Democrat. Now, here's the question. Is Memorial Day on a Saturday? No. Is Memorial Day on a Sunday? No. And it's not even on Friday either, so it's Memorial Day weekend. And Memorial Day always takes place on the last week, Monday, of the month of May. So you better get your shit together. Now, during the NBA's first round of playoffs for the Eastern and Western Conferences, there are some fan interference, including a fan spitting on Trey Young during the series between the Hawks and the Knicks, and, of course, a popcorn throwing at Russell Westbrook after Russell Westbrook left with an apparent ankle sprain, and then Kyrie Irving getting involved because a fan threw a water bottle at Kyrie Irving after Game 4 of the Eastern Conference first rounds between the Nets and the Celtics. Now, the folks from inside the NBA on TNT had something to say about those moments. What are you going to do about these fans now? Nothing. <laughs> you know, exactly. There's nothing we can do. You know what I think we should do? Sure. And, and Michael and I were talking about it, Michael Kwan. Uh, look, there's a code of conduct for NBA fans. You know, the NBA has this code of conduct for the fans. There's got to be some, something financial written into that thing. There's got to be some kind of a, if you break these rules, it's going to cost you. Yeah. There's got to be something. Yeah, but some but, of these rules, some of the things that they're doing is criminal, Ernie. Like, oh, I know. You I, spit on... Yeah, and like, young, that's criminal. Well, I, I, like, the guy, I, I, the guy I, who I, threw I the bottle, that's, that's assault and that's battery. A, I, yeah. like, no, no, it's spitting the, 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 the empty bottle, the popcorn, humiliating. It's humiliating. It's humiliating, but it's not. To me, it wasn't criminal. But when you spit on Trey Young, that was criminal. And I know that Trey Young didn't want to press charges. should have pressed charges. Because if Trey Young spit on him as a fan, he would be in court today. So... I don't think that he should have gotten away without the consequences of such a heinous act. And, and that's what I would have said to Trey. Trey, I understand that you don't want to probably concentrate on it in the playoff, but that's a heinous act that this man should have consequences for. But Ernie also... Can the DA pick that up? But Ernie, yeah, but the problem though, Ernie, that, see, Kenneth's point about criminal is different. Like, 
That fool running on the court tonight. Yeah, that's not criminal. Yeah, we, that's just idiotic. It's that's not, just... but the but the access to the floor. If somebody does want to go out there and go after somebody, look. I mean, there's got to be something written in there that if you do this, if you're even thinking about it, no, Ernie, you know what's going to cost you. And number one, I want to make this perfectly clear because I don't want any idiot fool or jackass at home thinking I'm trying to hurt somebody. One of these fans gonna run up on one of these players one night and they're going to get beat down. Mm -hmm. And these guys are big and strong. There's going to be a fan who don't like a particular player and these dudes have the right. They have the right to protect themselves. It's just a matter of time. Listen, some of these guys, most of the fans are fantastic. But let me tell you something. One of these dudes going to run up on one of these brothers one night. But I think, I think also, it, it, you know, also we have to think about why is this happening now? Like, there, there's been a long stint that we haven't had this kind of behavior back to back to back to back. We maybe have one incident a year, two incidents a year. But now we're having it back to back to back. I all, and, you know, and, and I know you might, I think Chuck said he disagrees. I also think the fact that we publicize it. Yes. We, and we give them an opportunity. We get, we're giving the voiceless a voice by showing him on television. He's waving at, he's happy he got arrested. This guy's happy. He got, he's home right now. Look at me on TNT. Chuck, Kenny, and, and Draymond and Ernie talking about they're the voiceless like to have a voice. And that's part of it. I stopped showing these guys as well. But that's like, the we, we move on. The problem, he's home. He's well, home. well, hold on now. These, these guys aren't going to Hold on, jail. we don't know that. What? He's not in jail. We know that. We, we don't know that. But he know he's happy. He did know what I'm saying. He waved as he was being arrested. I, I, his hands was up in. But I'm saying they handcuffed and sat outside the arena. They're not going to jail. Well, I, I know they arrested the guy in Boston. So, like I said, I don't know if they arrested the guy or not. So, I, I don't think the guy's at home. I think they did arrest him. Yes, but arrested doesn't mean you went to jail. Oh yeah, that's you, true. Yeah, you, no, that well, does not. They, you don't you arrest the guys that know a little bit about hey, that. Listen, sounds like. Uh, <laughs> hey, <laughs> arrested doesn't mean you go in. What I'm just saying is, every time I've been arrested, I went to jail. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Well, I don't think that banning fans for doing something like throwing something at a player that everybody hates or like spitting on someone's face or spitting at particular NBA player they hate is enough. I don't think it's not, I don't think it's enough. I think, you know, they should like, players should press charges if they wanted to against a fan for throwing or doing something or like saying something very, very terrible and I believe that there should be consequences that follows. Maybe like, a, you know, you have to pay them that amount of money or just serve some jail time. But only the NBA will have to figure it out. Only the NBA has to figure it out. And to me, it's really unnecessary to heckle that hard or maybe throw things or getting physical or getting personal I mean hating on a player is really that personal to you then hate on that player not just don't even dare try to 
attack them. Just don't. You'll be in a huge world of hurt. Now, after the break, we're going to listen to a song from SNL. So, stay tuned. Anxious about the election? Overwhelmed by worry? Wish you could know the results sooner? Then ask your doctor about Drink It In, the only prescription strength formula to mix rye and corn mash. Then age them in oak barrels to create a rich, balanced finish. Drink It In targets election stress by reducing tension, lowering inhibitions, and eliminating all awareness of the electoral college. And if you can't rest until every vote is counted, Drink It In's time release formula will release you from time by entering your body into a non-medically induced coma. Side effects may include headache, liver ache, loss of vision, loss of car keys, loss of friends, drowsy mouth, sudden heart, repeating yourself, meal pattern blandness, late onset karaoke, repeating yourself, restless genital syndrome, and upset spouse. Do not consume Drink It In if you are pregnant, thinking of becoming pregnant, or checking Instagram to see if your ex is pregnant. Election strength Drink It In. Drink your election blues away. Or maybe the election reds. Oh God, who's going to win this thing? back after a brief ad ladies and gentlemen now it's time for some sing song and skits and dance here from saturday night live of course one of those singing skits featuring chris red pete davidson and of course kid cuddy and carrie mulligan with weird little flute I'm Mary Potter, what my will it 
like grandma's sleeping, but I can't tell if she's breathing. I give her just a little tiny poke, but my weird little feet. Sitting here for like four hours. Yeah, we've just been like chilling over. No, actually, you haven't. Look at the security footage. Oh, snap. Listen, you have to buy something or leave. In that case, we'll buy all of your food. And that was Pete Davidson, Chris Red, and Kid Cudi with Weird Little Foot featuring Carrie Mulligan and other cast members of the SNL. And of course, former SNL host Timothy Charlemagne. Yes, and some flutist, flutist or flute players have uh, seen this and reacted to it and then they've done a little tune that goes <whistles> yeah that's a very good tune and that is it for this edition of random stuff tune in for some more tomorrow night